Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, on this podcast, I'm going to discuss my trip to Louisiana to New Orleans, stayed in the French Quarter. We're going to get into that. And I'm also going to bring back to you guys some gumbo, not from New Orleans, but some mental gumbo mixed with a real story of someone I know and what they're going through. I'm going to mix that in with how like Dom's handled themselves, so on and so forth. So this is my Louisiana podcast gumbo that I'm going to serve you guys today. So uh, I hope you enjoy. I plan to bring you guys more stories from the barbershop so you guys can hear, guys and girls can hear exactly what real people are going through without using their real names, of course, to protect the innocent. But uh, I plan to give you guys more stories just so we can have a way of connecting with what other people are going through. And we need to talk about, you know, crisis management or just managing situations. I think this is important. So sit back, enjoy this version of Sir Inks The Experience podcast gumbo. Stayed in the French Quarter, right in the mix. Had a terrace, the whole nine. You know, we got pictures out there. You know how we do. Uh, And, you know, the food and the culture, the music. Oh, my God, it is so great. All the people, any color, all races, all sexualities, just chilling, having a good time, partying. And I loved it. I had a great time. But it took me about a day or so, about 36 hours to really unwind. Once I was able to unwind, I enjoyed everything. And I am not an oyster or a clam guy. But I was told about the charbold oysters with the cheese. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So delicious oh my god so i'm hooked on them and yeah aphrodisiac i'm all for that mm-hmm. we was turned up but uh great time you know we did cafe de Moon with the you know with the coffee the beignets everybody raved about them i, I liked it it was delicious you know i'm always i'm a coffee person so you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it i personally think i make a better cup of coffee but that's besides the point. They make it very simple. Coffee and milk, you know. But it, it is for everything that you get with it, the ambiance, the feel. I love it. It's great. Uh, you know, like I said, the restaurants, all wonderful. Um, 
Where else did we go? We went to Frenchman Street. That was really nice. Frenchman Street was really nice. Uh, and Frenchman Street, they just have different bars and, and hotels that have just live music, which is great. And uh, I think we ate in the Garden District one night. That was really nice, too. But uh, it's funny because, okay, that's great. Then I come home. And then I come home, and here we go. We're dealing with our world, you know. And I have a friend. He's struggling with a relationship. So here's the gumbo. Now I'm going to mix it all up for you guys. So he's struggling in his relationship. In particular, he starts this relationship off with really over-championing his woman. That's right, over-championing his woman. And I know there's people saying, like, how can a man over-champion a woman? You know, because of the errors of his first marriage, this marriage, he goes overboard. And with social media and things of this nature today, people like to show you how happy and how great their life is. And I feel as though this guy is trying to take a page out of somebody else's book. And so he's posting all this stuff, woo, woo, woo. But on the side, he's really going through a lot of turmoil in the house. Now, my only thing is, you know, hey, relationships are not perfect. People are going to have issues, right? However, when people go so far with their love of someone, and what I mean go so far, like, you know, he's just like sprung in love and like we're, you know, we're grown, mature men at this point in our 40s. And when a guy goes head over heels for a woman so hard, uh, by the way, he was going, he even took both their names and combined them and made T-shirts and, you know, got like a sign in the house that has both their names, on, you know, like their combined name and all this kind of stuff, like really all this kind of stuff. So when I say he over-championed, he went just a little too far. But on the undercurrent of that, on the undercurrent of that, after he got, after he's got married a year later now, is the arguing, there's alcohol involved, hands are being put on, being put on him. You know, it's just turned abusive. And he's called on other people to come in and, help him manage the monster that he's made. And this is where the part of the gumbo that I'm going to sprinkle in what it is to be like an alpha male and having control of your household. Because my guy is not having any luck with respect in his household through his wife and through his stepdaughter and by the way he's raised two daughters with his first wife that are very that are living their lives one lives single working doing her thing the other one is working living with her boyfriend they have a baby so they got a family so he's raised two you know responsible women which is very commendable but he's really went hard for this this woman and her kids and he takes care of her son like is like he's his. Like I mean, he's 
a great dude. But the part of being an alpha male is there are times where you have to have lines drawn. And sometimes a man that looks at his his life in the long run, he knows you can't start out real fast because you can't keep up with it. And it's almost to a point where I want to say he sold a bill of goods that he really can't keep up with. So without establishing any real rules because he's head over heels sprung, he, he did a lot of missteps in the process of getting married, not going to marriage counseling, all this kind of stuff. So now he's trying to catch up to what he's built, right? And now he's trying to establish respect in his relationship, not only with his woman, but with her oldest daughter, which is 23 years old, who's living in his house, not working, not, not cleaning up. She's not mature enough to live on her own, but she's mature enough to go out and have sex with her boyfriend at a hotel a couple times a week. So you can understand what the so a little bit of the picture of what we're dealing with here. And as I discuss with him, I'm discussing with him very uh about him and his actions and you know it's too late to really, uh, the toothpaste is out the tube. So it's kind of too late. They're like, okay, you need to go in and demand respect or you need to do this, you need to do that. Now it's stay in, stay in this marriage and deal with this daughter that lives in a house that doesn't respect you. And more than likely, if she's unfocused, she'll have a baby in the next year and then you'll have to take care of all of them. And I told him, and you're going to be the parent of this new baby because you're the only responsible adult in a whole damn house, to be honest. So I said all that to, to say, a man, when he comes in, when he comes into a woman's life, has to establish respect. And he establishes respect not by demanding it, but by his deeds and his behavior. You cannot get back or recover from the things that you should install from the beginning. And so alpha males, dominant men, they understand that it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. They understand that, okay, I'm going to treat you good, but I'm not going to take it too damn far. Example, I would not feel comfortable with a woman that would just think that I'm just God's gift to the world or that I'm just the best dude she ever met and, and she's just willing to do anything for me and go all out and woo, woo, woo. I mean, people say they want people like this, right? But then when you get someone like that, how do you not abuse that power? How do you not abuse that power? How do you not take them for granted? This is why I like people to have male or female, submissive women. I don't mind, and I prefer a submissive woman has some boundaries, has some things that she wants to be respected for. 
there are damn sure things that I want to be respected for. And I don't want those things to be given to me. I'm going to earn your respect on that because you're going to see through my behavior that this is not a game and this dude is serious. He, and he means what he says and he says what he does. So for my friend, you know, you, you sent that balloon up too fast and you can't keep up the facade. And in, and in, and in the process of over loving her, you've forgotten yourself in this process. So now here's more of the gumbo. How do you recover? Now he's leaning on other people outside of his marriage to come in and have a sit down with his family and try to straighten this mess out. Now these aren't licensed professionals he's leaning on, he's leaning on his friends. Now that's an odd situation to put your friend in. Ask them to step in and try to regulate your shit. When this is what you're supposed to be doing. Even if this other friend comes in. His friend, her friend, doesn't matter. If another man cleans your mess up, why she need you? If another man does not a professional in marriage counseling, why does she need you? And this is what my guy is dealing with. Because for me, I guarantee you, within another year or so, that young lady will be pregnant, living in that house, and he'll be miserable as hell. See, I told him, if I was you, I would give her first, last month, a month's security and give her a date of when she got to get out my house. And if my wife didn't like that, then that first, last, and security will be mine. And she can have the house and all this other shit that I bought in it. So give me my fucking clothes, I'll build back up. But one thing I have to have, if I'm going to be in a house with other people that I'm taking care of, and when I mean I'm taking care of, I don't give a fuck if she paying all the bills. If someone come crawling that window and I have to address that by force, I need respect, period. We, You know, if I'm putting my life on the line, if I'm the one that's willing to die for everybody else's safety, I need my respect, period. And whatever that respect is for a man, he needs that. If you're going to be in his care, if you're going to be under his guidance. So, so what my guy has done is a very beta male tactic He's overinflated this woman's head. He's given her the power. He never established any guidelines, rules, or any discipline for his family. And now he's asking other people to clean it up. This is the gumbo that my man has going on. An abusive wife, a stepdaughter that don't give a shit, 
a son, a stepson that is a beautiful little boy that he's invested in that's like, you know, they loves him like his own. And he can't get no respect in the house. And he's a dude. I mean, he'll go out and, you know, he'll do what he got to do to protect the house. He'll do what he got to do to protect his family. He'll fight and all that. But when it comes to being a man and his woman, he's failing. And how do you recover when you failed early? You, you, you in the past three years have not instilled any discipline for your family's direction. You have not instilled any lines of respect for yourself, period, and respect from everyone else in the house. So these are the things that happen when people want to play house and not think of what the long-term play is. Again, as the godfather Kevin Samuels would say, women control sex, men control relationships. And if a man does and if a man believes that relationships are 50-50, I don't think he's going to be successful in a relationship. This shit is not 50-50. A man has to want to make his family work. And that doesn't happen by him asking for it to work. He makes it work. He sets a path where though it works to his favor. And everyone else in that benefits. Period. It's not that hard. But the hard part is having a discipline, having a direction, having discipline, and staying the course. Because staying the course means you have to hold yourself accountable first. And then you have to hold everyone else accountable for the direction and for holding the line. And when you over-champion people, when you give your power up, when you when you don't have a direction as a man, and you ha- and you get with a woman, you're at the whim of whatever is in her mindset or whatever is going on in her life. If you get a woman with who has kids by other men, that's a whole nother bag of nuts that you gotta deal with. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a woman who has children by other men. But it it is a complicated situation that gets a little more complicated depending on what the relationship is with the baby daddy and the kids. Now, my friend, he's certainly dealing with this young lady's lack of having a father in her life. So meeting her when she's already in her adult life, she don't respect you. She don't respect men. And and she's especially won't respect you if you don't demand your respect. See, for me, you don't have to like me. You just got to respect me. I need your respect. I don't need your adoration. I don't need you to love me. You ain't even really got to like me if you don't want to. But you got to respect me as a man. See, there's a difference. A lot of people want to be liked. They want to be loved. And that's cool. Do it however you got to do it. But I want to be respected. Because of how I roll, the things I do, the solid man that I become. And I honor the men that come before me. 
So the man that you see is not just a 48-year-old man that's been walking this earth. No, nah, this, this type of man has been work, walking this earth for centuries, for thousands of years. I was just been blessed to have been raised by men who have morals and principles through all the shit that we've been through as Africans in America. So I'm very proud and there's no one on this planet. There's no relationship that I can have that would make me subjugate my morals and my principles. And the fact that I need respect if you're going to be in my life. It's a shame that a lot of guys don't have the backbone to stick up for themselves. Nor were they taught they had a fourth, the, the, the foresight to put together a plan for you and a discipline for your family to, to, to roll in. So these are lessons that need to be taught. We need to teach young men what they should be looking forward to in a relationship how to construct a relationship around their you know woven within their life and their career and how they want to move forward these are conversations that we're not having we need to have these conversations i've said this on instagram and facebook maybe is it time for us to make deals really Maybe we need to make deals. Maybe we need to get off of this this, uh, this fantasy of love that we have of, you know, power couples and all that kind of craziness that people have put in the mix. Maybe we need to go back to arranged marriages. And I don't mean arranged for, like, your parents arranging your marriage. But, I mean, you meeting someone else and say, look, man, we, we work good together. And maybe what binds us is not necessarily love in general, but of common interest. And maybe that could work long term. Because long term, you need somebody who you know got has your back. Someone who can take care of you when you're indisposed or down or sick. It's real. And we say marriage, but marriage isn't divorced 50% of the time right now. A lot of that's over finances, but a lot of that too is common interest. So I'm just thinking, do we need to rethink the deal? Because a lot of guys are going into it feeling like this. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. A lot of groundwork that needs to be done with how us as men look at relationships and how that relation, how we look at relationships the first relationship is with ourself. The second relationship would be with family, siblings, and then your lover, and then kids. And then you have to take all this in your career and put them all together as a gumbo. Now what that tastes like? Does yours taste sweet? Is yours bitter? I know my guys. I know my guy. His bitter. Bitter as hell. Very bitter. But it's the bitter that he's built. 
He's created his Frankenstein. He has to deal with it. And this is the reality for a lot of us. But as a man, if you're thinking about being in a relationship with a woman or you're in a relationship with a woman, are you being respected the way you want to be respected? And if you're not, then you have to ask yourself, why? And then you have to ask yourself, what do you need to do? What behaviors do you need to change within yourself to earn the respect that you would like to have? Is it time to make a deal? Is it time to look at someone not because you think they're just so oh so beautiful and you know, y'all could be a power couple and she's got this you know, job and woo-woo, you know, all that fantasy stuff. Maybe it's time to say something more practical will work for you long-term. Or maybe you're the type of person that likes turmoil. So you're always looking for relationships that you can fight in, whatever is your thing. But for me, I, I just like smooth sailing at all, at all costs. I know the sea is going to be rough. But we don't have to make them rough. I don't want to fight with the people in my house. When I come home, I want love. I want cohesiveness. I want agreement. And when I go out in the street, now I got war. But I'm the one that stands between the chaos and civility of my home. I'm the one that has to see the, the chaos and deal with it. Not them. I shield them from that. And so, guys, we're, we're not teaching each other what it is to be in a relationship. We come to older men when we are struggling in our relationship. But we're not going to older men when we're talking about building a relationship. When you start talking about building a relationship, we have to talk to men who've been in relationships for years. And ask them the beginning, the middle, and where they are. We have to ask for advice. We have to seek knowledge. And the best knowledge is experience. So talk to people who have experience that you respect. People that you see are men of respect. And how you see them with their family is something that you want to replicate. That you hold on to him and ask him what how does he do it? And take his ideas and incorporate it in your own. Gumbo. Okay? Gumbo. It's time for us to put it all put all those things in the pot and stir it up and make it taste sweet. It don't have to be perfect. It just has to taste good and feed everybody in the family. My name is Sir Inc. Thank you for listening. You know where to find me, Sir Inc. on Instagram. Sir Inc. The Experience on Facebook. SirInc.com. And that's Sir I-N-Q on everything. Twitter as well. Give me your feedback. You can email me. 
sirinc09 at gmail.com. I love to hear your thoughts. Thank you for listening. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.